Hey everyone, welcome to Midweek at the Compass. My name's Jake, one of the pastors here, and we are excited to be able to start our Christmas at the Compass series together here with you today. You know, our Christmas season is mixed in with a lot of things. It can be mixed in with joy. For some of us, it can be mixed in with grief. But there are different things that every single one of us cling to within the Christmas season. And it's these things called traditions. All of us, whether we like to think so or not, have traditions baked into our holiday season. And I'm really excited today that we're going to be talking about Christmas traditions, but we're going to be doing it with an international flavor. You see, here at the Compass Church, we've got some amazing people on staff. And the best part of it is they are not all like me. We've come from around the globe to be able to work together, to praise Jesus together, to serve alongside one another. And we're going to be joined by two of those gentlemen today. So without further ado, I'd love to introduce you to Dermomo and Edgardo. Gentlemen, hello. Thanks for joining. Hello. Thank you. All right. So let's just start off by saying who you are, what you do here, and ultimately also where you're from. And Dermomo, let's kick it off with you. Okay. Thank you for having me today. Uh, my name is Dermomo Yeri, and I am the pastor of Guest Services and Community Impact at our Wheaton campus. And Edgardo, what about you? Okay, I am Edgardo Jose Escobar de Castro. It's a big, big name. Yeah, I am from Colombia, and I have a beautiful family. My wife, Heidi, is from Colombia, too. I have a three girls. She's a Rachel, Hannah, and Abigail. Uh, I'm here. I am working like a worship director Spanish in the Wallingbrook campus. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And so, Edgardo, you said you are here from Colombia. Jermomo, I don't know if we caught. Where is it that you ultimately reside from? Um, uh, I think I can claim that I'm from Sudan, but I'm from South Sudan, actually. Okay. So there is a long story to that, but we'll not get into that now, but for another time, we can dig into that. Love it. I love it. So let's just get into it, right? Let's talk Christmas and Christmas traditions, because in all honesty... I have no idea how you two gentlemen celebrate Christmas, and that's really exciting for me. I'm going to be learning as we go here as well. <laughs> uh, so I'd love to just start by asking, what, what traditions did you grow up with? What, what would be a unique tradition or two that you've experienced over the course of your life that started from your home countries? Uh, Edgardo, I'll kick it your way first. Okay. Then um, Christmas, 24 December. Then um, all the kids play around on the street and all the kids like singing with a lot of things around in your hands. Whatever they have in your hands, just like a, like a carols, sons carols all the time. And they waiting for the, the old gift around of the bed. They need to go out the bed and sleeping and they wake up on 25th. Then they kind of like, wow! I have a lot of uh, a lot of um, gifts around of me. Then, but uh, starting on December seven, we have uh, like the starting the season, and we have a lot of songs that coming around of this season. And I have one here. Let's gonna sing a little. Be like, you can hear here like. Okay. Then yeah. on the whole street to start to sing and to sing it and dance something like that. I he felt like get the shoulders going. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we got some dancing. Uh huh. Yeah. Then they enjoy a lot doing this and uh, 
the the party start like that, and all the, the all the kids start like the butterflies uh, lighting. I don't okay. know how to say this. Like a sh- you know what is yeah. this? I'm not exactly know. sure, but it's like a um, light that spring around, sprinkles. Oh, like a sprinkle, uh, yeah, a sprinkle uh, butterflies. Uh, what is that called? A sparkler. A sparkler. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's a sparkle. Then we play with that at the end. We take and um, make a hold on the on the earth, and we put like uh, um, candles. And this day calls like. Mm, Candles Day is El Día de las Velitas in okay. Spanish. El Día de las Velitas is the day when we start that season and everybody wake up around 3 a.m. At, at December 8th and all the, the colors, candles around on the, um, on Colombia. Then you can see in all Colombia and all the streets with candles. Then this is the first day for Christmas. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I think I would love to see that also as like drone footage, just something flying over and seeing all these candles sticking out of the yeah, ground. Yeah, yeah. And at 3 a.m., I remember when I was a child, like I wake up and I start to play around the street with all my, my, my neighbors. It was an amazing time over there. And the music, boom. Oh. Everybody have a music in the home, like to the up. Crank the level, it up loud. Yeah, crank it loud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That speaks to me too, right? Like, uh, even just biblically, I think there is more biblical evidence that music should be loud than it should be soft. So uh, <laughs> we'll just own that and we'll keep moving on. Uh, Dermomo, man, I would love to hear, like, what are some of your Christmas traditions from South Sudan? You know, wow. You know, let, let me just speak about Sudan in general because Christmas um, is different. Um, it depends on which part of the country you are at. In some places, you could be the only one that would say that it is a, it is a Christmas day because you could be the only Christmas in town or maybe nobody talks about Christmas around you. Uh, in some places, you would know it is Christmas because you would meet a bunch of Christians going to church on Christmas day. Uh, in some places, the only sign that it is Christmas because you will hear some loud speakers around the neighborhood telling you that God was never born and he will not give birth. So it is an anti-Christmas message telling you that it's Christmas today. Huh. So it depends on where you are, okay? But I'm going to focus on a small town where I spent part of my childhood at, whereby you know, Christmas is starting on the 24, not on the 7th like it was, it was said, but on the Christmas Eve, because Christmas Eve mass is, is huge, and everybody goes to. It doesn't matter, young or old, you got to show up that night. Nobody stays home. Everyone goes to church that night, because that is the real Christmas. Because actually for us, Christmas Day morning, it's for children. So adults do not leave homes on, on Christmas Day morning. Yes, they may go to church and come back. They may not even go to church on Christmas Day morning. But Christmas Eve is for everyone. And then when it comes to Christmas itself, the first day, the 25th, we, we call it the Children's Day. And that is where kids would go from home to home collecting candy. And what reminds me in the U.S. is, you know, when I see people going out on Halloween, that is how Christmas looks like back home for me. 
Yeah, the only difference is there are no adults accompanying the kids. It's just children. Okay. All of the streets, just children going house to house just to enjoy candy. So adults would stay home to welcome kids, not go to the streets. Let them enjoy themselves. And then the second day is the real Christmas thing. And the way how we celebrate it on the second day is completely different. And that is the day that adults can leave home. And the way it is done is it is all about visiting families, relatives, and friends. And the way how we did the visit is even a little bit different. Like, I would leave my house and say, hey, you know, I'm going to check on Edgardo. I would visit him. We talk and we eat. And then I would say, hey, did you visit Jake? I would say, no. I would say, okay, the two of us together, we're going to visit Jake. And then we visit you. And then Jake would say, hey, guys, how about Andy? Let's go to Andy's house. And we would, you know, I would start, at the end of the day, we may end up being 20, being 30 people all together. And then at the end of the day, we would all come back to my house because I started it. Okay. <laughs> then we eat at my house. That is how we close the day. I yeah. love that. Yeah. I love that. You guys have better traditions than I do. Um, so I, I'll say that I'm the North American uh, Christmas tradition. But realistically, like as I was looking back and thinking about it, my family doesn't have a lot of super unique family traditions um, or nothing that I would say that I know is kind of out of the ordinary because I've never experienced anything else. But there are two things I think that my family does for Christmas that's different from other families, uh, and none of them are things that I guess maybe I'm super proud of, but here we go. I'll share them anyways. So uh, for us as a family, at least, Christmas starts on the evening of Thanksgiving. Uh, and mm. if anybody is joining our video stream of this podcast, they'll see that I'm wearing an ugly sweater here. Uh, and it's an ugly sweater of the movie Christmas Vacation. So it's a really terrible but yet awesomely funny comedy from the 80s. So uh, on the night of Thanksgiving, after our kids are in bed, we will put on Christmas Vacation. And that is the official launch to the Christmas season for us. Uh, and I will also own that I have seen that movie more than any other movie in my entire life because I've watched it every Thanksgiving for as long as I can remember. Um, so that's item number one. Number two, um, I don't know. Let me ask it before I go into my family's traditions. Do you guys, did you grow up doing anything with Santa Claus? Was Santa Claus uh, a thing in either of your traditions or backgrounds? Yeah. Uh, in Colombia, uh, Santa Claus is from here, right? Then is is from here, but in Colombia we we like adopt that that's uh, um, traditions, and all the kids wants to see Santa Claus. I remember that when I, when I was child, I was like, open the eyes if I can catch it or no. But is in that point is no was Santa Claus. It was like a the the niño dios like uh, the child god or okay okay then um it, it was it was uh, amazing because sometimes i say oh i see it i see it but no never appear <laughs> it was like the magic uh, like imagination that we have in that point because we close the eyes and when we wake up uh, like uh, i don't know 12 p.m. 12 a.m. for the 24 yeah. and around 3 a.m. and 25th uh, we do like that, and we see something in his my bicycle, a new bicycle near to my 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 bed. Mm. It's not a, like a, the 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 Christmas tree. Okay. No, it was a, a round of the bed. Interesting. Yeah, 
that that was when I, when I was child doing like that. Okay. Now it's a little bit changed now because you know uh, all the cultures now is around of the world. Yep. Yeah, but you know. Thinking about uh, what their moment was talking about the tradition and everything, I would like to say that um, I forgot that we, in our uh, our country, we do something like same like do uh, like he uh, comment about it. Um, we make like a big table with a lot of food, and we share with the old people around of the street. Hmm. Then we go to the neighbor and say, "Would you like to eat?" to my table that they come in now we go around of the old street then everybody shared uh, the the food then it is a good time to pray and it's a good time to say um okay god is born right now and he's uh, our savior then it is this is the like something uh like uh, similar mm. when your tradition okay. yeah we eat a lot <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with eating a lot of food is meant to be enjoyed. Yes. Mm. Yes. Um, so for us, I mean, the North American, I guess, view of Santa Claus is he comes on Christmas Eve night and somehow makes his way down a chimney and leaves presents for all the boys and girls who've been good all year long, right? Um, so a lot of families around us have that tradition. Um, and they'll have gifts and they'll list the gifts as being from Santa Claus or whatever the case is. Um, my parents decided they wanted to do something unique, though. So when we were kids, they decided to start every year, um, have one gift for all of us kids to be from Santa Claus. The rest were always from mom and dad. But the one gift that was from Santa Claus was always socks and underwear. Oh, yeah. So I, I don't know why they thought that was hilarious. Uh, and it's something that it, it didn't die away. So now I have kids. And with our kids, we do the same thing where our kids will have one gift every year that's listed from Santa Claus. And it's socks and underwear. And no joke, my middle <laughs> child, my daughter Tess, came home uh, one day. And his dad, like, Dad, can we talk about Santa Claus? It's like, sure, yeah, why? She's like... How come all of these other kids get like bikes and board games and whatever from Santa Claus and all we ever get is socks and oh underwear? Oh my god. I was like, oh man. Uh, I'm Traditions. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's because of a tradition. <laughs> um, and it, it cracks me up to this day. So now they groan every year when they see the gift from Santa Claus because they know what it is before they open it. Um, and whatever. Those are the things that make me smile mixed in with all of our Christmas traditions and all of that. Um, but you guys also, you mentioned Midnight Mass. Jermomo, that was, was that you that was talking about Midnight Mass yes. concept? Yeah. Did you do like a midnight church service at all for Christmas Eve? When I was growing up a little bit, and then I started to going to the uh, church, but the Christian church. And I started like a Catholic church. Okay. And then when I was doing something in Catholic church, I didn't go to the to the church, but then around 14 years old, then uh, we, we made something special for, for Christmas on, on the church. Then we made plays. Um, in television, we made some like acts or, um, or series about it. Yeah. And it was, it was amazing. But we go to the church and we, uh, we pray and we uh, like put all our family around of God. Because yeah. Uh, for us, family or Christmas is the meaning of the real family. 
is like we need to be together. It's the beautiful time to be together, a beautiful time to say, hey, I'm sorry. Mm. Hey, this is time to come together. It's time to forget everything that happened uh, around of the year, but now it's time to start again. Let's go and start it. And it's a beautiful time. Yeah. Mm. So I, I never did a, a midnight mass before, and I'm, I'm excited that this year we're, um, we're doing one at the Three Rivers campus. So it'll be my first experience with a midnight mass. Maybe that'll turn into a new tradition for us, too. Um, but I'd love to just ask about what your Christmas traditions are like now. Um, are there things from South Sudan or from Colombia that you have carried over to your lives here in the States? Or are there new traditions that you guys have started with your families uh, that you'd be interested in sharing with us? Dermomo, is there anything that you can think of? Yeah, sure. Just let me just add a little bit to what he shared about Christmas Day being all about family because the 25th is a day of reconciliation. So if there is some any family conflicts, you gotta resolve them on Christmas Day morning. Like there is a big wow. family meeting. Hmm. You know, when I say family, I don't mean mom and dad and two kids. Okay, I mean the uncles, the aunties, the extended neighbors, and everyone is part of it. And you meet on Christmas Day morning, and everybody comes and sits down. Do Do you have a problem with any family member? Resolve it that morning. Because it is a Christmas. It's all about family. And it, it has to happen. So, so whatever problem you have with a family member, you can't keep it beyond Christmas Day. It has to be resolved. You have to be reconciled. Oh, man. Christmas Day morning. Yes. There's, there's a gospel message mixed in with that too, yeah. right? Jesus yeah. came to bring reconciliation. So uh, us to the Father God, right? Um, and that's what you're doing on a smaller scale with family then, if it's a day of reconciliation. Yeah, because you are going to eat with the rest of the family. How could you eat with someone that you have a problem with them? Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and when I say eat, you are eating around the same table. You know, you may not have an individual plate the way we do it here. You are joining hand to hand in one plate with someone that you got a problem with. So for that reason, you have to sit down and resolve the problem because you're going to face them. You can't run away from them. So, so for that reason, Christmas Day morning is a reconciliation time. The family sits down and resolve all of the differences. Uh, going to your answer about the traditions that we carry on here. Okay, again, you know, it got to mention about food, you know. Food is, is food. a big part of it. <laughs> and for Christmas, you know, baking cookies for Christmas is a must. You know, we, we don't buy, like, cookies for Christmas. No, you can't do that. How could you do that? It's Christmas. It has to be a home-baked cookie. And the way the baking is done is, you know, like the neighborhood, maybe each, I would say maybe five to ten families would gather together in one house and bake together. It is a big party. It's a baking party. So they bake together. So what we carry on until today here in the U.S. is my wife still bakes for Christmas. Mm. So every Christmas she bakes and the kids love it. And it, it just has become part of the tradition. So even the, the ingredient is different, the shapes and the taste, because it's, it's a Christmas cookie, okay? That's right. It is not a regular cookie. No, it's not. So, yes. So we still have that going on with it here. And then the visitation still is happening. 
Okay. Yeah, we do visit each other on Christmas. Very nice. Yeah, you go from home to home, home to home, and make sure you visit everyone. So just I'm going to own the Christmas baking might be one of my favorite things about Christmas as well. Uh, and I love the like peanut butter cookies with the Hershey's right in the middle of it yeah. um, or a Reese's peanut butter cup if you want to take it next level or the chocolate dipped pretzels. I'm getting really hungry. <laughs> uh, so let's kind of move on. Edgardo, I'd love like what are some traditions that you and your family have now? OK, now I have a three girls. He's a little girls, like eight years old, six years old and four years old. Then uh, she born in Miami, and they start to go into the school, and we adopt some like traditions for United States, for example, uh, the cookies and the house. Uh, oh, what's the gingerbread called? house. The gingerbread, yeah. yeah. They start to like a painting and, and put like a lot of uh, sprinkles and everything. They, they love to do this. Mm. And uh, for us, we prep um, our beautiful plates for Colombia, then this is our tradition. We need to do a really good place and uh, accommodate the table very well. And around 12 at 12 a.m., right? Uh -huh. uh, we take our hands and we pray together. And we uh, say, God, you are the center of our life. And thank you for this year. And thank you for, for being the the better part of our hearts and yeah we put god first mm. and then this is this is a beautiful part god first and now uh we we have the time to like express how we love together and then we start to say thank you god for this food and one two three boom let's gonna eat something <laughs> and then we're gonna try if we have somebody else around um, like the, uh, the same culture or um, a neighbor that is like for Venezuela or Colombia, Latin America, then we can try to go and visit and share together. And it is a good part, like uh, time to pray together, each other, time to reconciliate. Like uh, when I say sorry, sorry, it's a good time to do this. And eat, share, yeah. share food. Yeah, and I, I think that's kind of a great segue into the, the last things I'm hoping we're talking about is just we've got different backgrounds, us three, and different life experiences, different traditions. Um, and you're starting to answer the question already, but what are the things that unite us, right? Like there, there is something that we could probably all point to of what is it about the Christmas season that even though we have all of these differences and backgrounds, actually unites us, joins us together, um, makes us a family with very different life experiences. Jermom, um, I'm wondering if you might be able to speak to that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we, we have so much that, that unites out here when it comes around Christmas. You know, forget about the gifts that we do, like even being in the U.S. now. You know, we exchange gifts, which is not the culture that I came from. In my culture, the head of the household buys gifts to everyone, but mm -hmm. not themselves. So as the father, you buy a gift to the entire family. You buy nothing for yourself. Being here now for us is different, of course. Our kids have gifts. Even My little one would not sleep on Christmas Eve because he wants to open his gift the next day morning. Uh -huh. So it's different. But, you know, looking into that, you know, the way we call it is, is in Arabic, we call it Eid Meilad Majid. Meilad Majid means glorious birthday. And the only glorious birthday is the birth of Jesus. 
So for us, there is a weight behind it because it's, it's, it's all about the birth of Jesus. And it is something that we are super excited about it, to, to celebrate it, to express ourselves because the Savior has been born. And when I think about that, you know, when, when you put it in the Arabic context of calling it a glorious birthday, Melad Majid, so it adds weight to it. So even when they announce it at any platform, could be in TV, they always add the word glorious to it because it is not just a birthday. It is not just a Christmas. It is not just a holiday as we call it here because traditionally we don't call it, we call it Christmas. Even in my culture in America, a lot of folks in my community reject the term holiday. They don't accept it because it doesn't represent Christ culturally. That's how we think about it. Yeah. So it's all about Jesus. Yes. Uh, absolutely. Is there anything else you wanted to add to that? I know you were talking about it a little bit with your family prayers there. but Yeah, but at the end of the day, uh, Christmas, um, all this season and all this tradition is United is and this united is because Jesus. This is the 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 best word that we can say right now. Jesus born, and we need to say hope. We have hope. We have like joy. We have like um, power in Him. Mm-hmm. And then in, in that moment we say, okay, it's because Jesus we have a family. It's because Jesus we have Savior, and it's because Jesus we are a new life then everything that happened around of these is because him, is because Jesus Christ. Yeah, Jesus is the uniting factor, right? When it comes down to it, uh, we are one family because of Jesus. We have different backgrounds, but the tradition that sticks, that keeps us all together, stems from the birth of a Savior that each of us need. and maybe I'll use this as a shameless plug, and I'll do it with you guys here. But uh, if there's one extra t- tradition that I would love people to consider if they haven't done it, um, that'd just be joining us for a Christmas Eve service um, and inviting a friend or a family member to do it. All of our campuses, including online, right, there is going to be an outstanding Christmas Eve service with some fun elements mixed into all of it. Um, but what better way to stay united as a small family, as a church family, um, as a community? Uh, than to go back to the one thing that truly unites us uh, and celebrate it together. I think that'd be a really great thing. And if you do that on a year-in, year-out basis, right, then I think we'd be in pretty good shape. So um, that's not for you two. Obviously, you'll be working it with me. But for everybody else (laughs) joining us, right, uh, they'll get the chance to just come and experience and enjoy and Mm. sense that unity and maybe be spurred on to want to reconcile relationships with loved ones to make sure that they can celebrate well, that they can figure out their own family traditions. Um, but ultimately, as long as they are backed by the word of God and the power of Jesus and then all the other things are just kind of the fun that you sprinkle in with it, then I think that's a good thing, right? Yeah. Um, Man, both of you guys, thank you so much for doing this, for joining, um, for sharing a little bit of your backgrounds even. I really do appreciate it. You guys have much better traditions than the McNamara house does, Uh, but that's okay. Uh, Totally okay. Uh, And I want to thank all of you guys for joining us as well, taking the time to kick off our Christmas season together. You know, next week we're going to be joined by Rachel Farnham and we're going to be talking about Christmas music overall. What is it that we can learn from it? How does it help our Christmas spirit? That and so much more. So make sure you 
join us as we're continuing this Christmas at the Compass series here at Midweek at the Compass.